3: Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: What's up, y'all? This is your boy David with
1: Blackwell Friennasance, and I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor, with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm.
4: Are you looking to sell or buy your home or looking for an investment property? Look no further. BlackWealthRenaissance.com offers a free realtor directory with realtors located across the country to help you meet your goals. Just go to BlackWealthRenaissance.com and select Realtor Directory under Resources. That's BlackWealthRenaissance.com and select Realtor Directory under
3: Resources.
0: Do you have bad credit and minimum capital and want to get started in real estate? Hi, we're We're the Mobile Mobile Home Home Elite Elite Investors. Investors. Our e-course solves all of those problems by giving you all the strategies and secrets to become a successful mobile home investor. Tune in at
4: www.MobileHomeEliteInvestors.com.
3: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. Our goal of this podcast is to normalize black wealth and share helpful resources and tips we believe will be useful in attaining and maintaining generational wealth please feel free to rate and comment on our podcast we would love to hear all feedback you have now enjoy the show
2: welcome everybody to another episode of the black Wealth renaissance podcast it's your boy david Bellard checking in with my co-host fellas how y'all doing
3: what's good y'all it's your boy Jalen checking in
0: what's good what's good it's jerry checking in with y'all what's good with uh, y'all boy? how's it going
3: it's going good man uh just chilling, bro. Blessed to be here. Blessed to be back at it again. How was that's y'all weekend? Old,
2: man. Eventful. It was the Tech Gram game. I um, actually almost beat Tech, but it was a lit time. Got to chill with a lot of the friends. Do a lot of cool things.
3: Oh, That sounds fun, man. Oh yeah. Dude, I'm
0: tired. <laughs> you look like you've been working, bro. Man, I went in yesterday at 4 p.m. I got off this morning at 5 a.m. I'm tired. <laughs>
3: Oh uh, that's that dedication though, bro. We appreciate you for still being here. Even oh you know, it. I know it, man. Oh yeah. Our
2: right, boy Kelly couldn't be here.
3: Uh <coughs> excuse me. Damn. My boy at work, man. My boy punching in the nine to five. So
2: yeah, we're just
3: gonna we're gonna rock without him. Uh we're happy to be here though. We got another lit episode, man. We wanna say thank you to our guest, man. He goes by the name of Savage Investor. Uh
2: some one savage event. Yes. One, yeah, one, one, one savage That One Oh, you gotta put the one
3: in the one in the front, the one man. Savage. Yeah, I gotta put the respect on the name, bro.
2: Sir, <laughs> Mr. Roderick Tover. How you doing, Roderick?
5: I'm good, man. Thanks for y'all having
2: me. Oh, we appreciate you Mr. for coming, sure. bro. As always, it's always our pleasure, man. We've been following you for a minute. Uh I know we had spoke on camera a little bit about it. Like Jared and I, had first heard you on the Charles's podcast. And then we had just kind of been following you ever since you were coming of One of the people we were looking up to and then mm-hmm. when we first got into this space. Like, oh, damn, he did it too? Like, one of those examples for us. So it's dope to have you here. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Definitely,
0: definitely. So so can you kind of give the people a, a quick introduction of yourself? Like, you know, how you got started, who you are, you know, kind of let the people know who you, know about you. All
5: right, I'm Rod, man. Uh, my name is Rodrick Um, I go by Rod. I'm from Augusta, Georgia. Um, I was born and raised here. Um, You know, I'm a real estate investor, entrepreneur, Uh, me and my wife. We work as a team, get the job done. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much the basics right now, though.
3: Yeah, bro. Like, I love it. Because a lot of people that we do come in contact with that have that wife like that team uh, ship, that the they, they a master, lot of them they yeah. get they get more accomplished together, and it, it seems like y'all got like superpowers whenever you got that partner with you and y'all doing business, man. Yeah,
5: it make everything easier. Yeah, it make everything go by a little bit more smoother. You got somebody that's gonna stick their neck out with you, um, somebody who's gonna support you and be there for the ups and downs. Uh, especially when you when you trying to build it, you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's
3: a whole different ball game. Man, I be trying to figure out where y'all finding these women though, man. Because every time it's just like they be like, "Yeah, man, we just we just rock it out together." Whenever I'm tired, she up. Whenever she tired, I'm up going hard. So it's just like you know, you come in contact with a lot of women this generation. They don't want to really put in that work like that, or they don't even see life like that they feel like the man just got to go get it or sometimes they'll just be like you know i'm just gonna work here and do this and just take care of this but whenever we come in contact with people like y'all it it, it just really is intriguing and really uplifting to see y'all work together like that to really show people what the power of teamwork and connecting together has to offer oh
5: yeah it's, it's a big deal man because uh like you go back a couple years from now like it was a totally different situation. It wasn't um what it was now. So, like looking back on how far we came, you know, it's a it's a good feeling. We talk about it a lot because it's important.
0: So how did how did y'all get started? Like, did y'all you know y'all was was you and your wife just sitting there having a conversation and y'all was just like, man, look, we want to buy a house. Like, how did that how did that get rolling?
5: Uh, well, um. But one, it was just like, I was getting to the point where I had just got a better job, so I was making more money. But yeah. then I thing was, it was just like, like I gotta do this for the rest of my life though. You know what I'm saying? So that just, my mind just started wondering like, it gotta be something else. So then um I started talking to my cousin, my cousin Kurt, shout out to Kurt. Uh, he basically put me on uh, this guy from Edward Jones And he came down and he taught us about money. He did a little um, seminar for us, taught us about how money worked. And um, from there, we just started looking into investing. We started listening to podcasts. And then, you know, one thing just led to another. And that was like, probably, we started doing that in like October, Uh, probably around December, we was trying to uh, buy our first little house.
3: October of last year? Nah,
5: that was October twenty
0: seventeen. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. by so, that December, y'all was ready to take some action.
5: Yeah, but I mean, it sound it sounds like that, but we didn't really have money like that. So um, you know, one thing just led to another. See, we was already kind of um preparing for the opportunity. And then uh her sister in law and her brother wanted to sell their house. And so it was in my neighborhood, That's like my first house. So I, I probably used to walk past it, well, I know for a fact I did. Walk past it, you know, as a kid, hundred times, thousands of times. So I went down and checked it out. And then it was like, everything made sense. And we just got started from there. And we, with the first one, you know what I'm saying? We're like, we used the credit. So that's important too. You know, you gotta just be prepared.
3: Yeah, that, that's actually what I wanted to talk to you about because the way you said it, you know, y'all started educating yourself in October, and by December, you know, y'all was like, "Okay, let's go." So I was gonna say y'all must already had your credit and finances already in line, ready, prepared to take yeah. that step. Yeah, you gotta be prepared for the
5: opportunities, man. That's like, that's like um, one of the most important facts, right there. Uh, when she came home and she told me they wanted to sell it. Like, I wasn't even mentally prepared because I was like, maybe it won't work. You know what I'm saying? Kind of down it. But I started looking at it more and more. I'm like, you know, just go ahead and put a trigger on it. And uh, one thing led to another. And we ended up getting
2: it in uh, February. Oh, that's dope, man. October to February.
3: That's 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 not that's that
2: cool. bad, man. That's called massive action right there.
5: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, we was, we was living that life. Like, we was like... Uh, I was on the way to work. I listened to the podcast, you know, just educating myself and um, just keep going like that. But uh, yeah, but by the time I was getting ready to buy that first one.
0: When something happens to your kitchen, you might say
4: this is ludicrous,
0: but that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file
2: a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm
0: is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
1: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
0: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
5: State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I wasn't even that excited because I I was trying to, I was already passed by on the first one. I was trying to get like a whole nother property that same month and mm. then working like that. So we ended up getting like three in the same month.
3: Damn, Damn. That's why you got the name that one savage investor. Okay, so we got we got to talk about this
0: now. Yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 Before, Hold on, hold on. Before we go into all the way into the deals, because I want to get into the deals. I want to ask just for the followers, yes. how long and what like how long do you think that preparation was? Because a lot of people want to go from A to Z real quick. They want to go. I told them December get my first property, but like, can you speak to that that time where you had to spend preparing?
5: Yeah, it was, uh, uh the time preparing, it was um, a lot of reading, a lot of podcasts, and the most important thing uh, about the whole process, man, is just being creative. Like, I think that's, like, the, the biggest thing about it, like, you got to be creative, because, you know, you can listen to somebody else's story, and they can do it one way, and uh, it'll work for them, that one way will work for them. But you gotta come up with your own way and see how to get the same task done. Mm. Like whatever you're trying to do, you now you can take from different situations. This person might did it this way; they might did it this way. But you gotta use what you got. If you got credit, cool. You might you might have money. You might have both. So you just gotta figure out how
3: to do it.
0: Sure, gotcha. Now, now we, I, now I want to be vibing to the property. <laughs> All
3: right, so bro. <laughs> so the first deal, you said y'all use a credit. And I know you say you got it from your people. So I just want to extract some of those gems that y'all learn just from your first deal and how to help y'all capitalize on two deals it that follow in life. One. That, yeah. One. Yeah. Like,
2: that's
3: crazy.
5: I So uh after we got the first deal, that's when I really learned, like, like every process, you gotta take something from it. So with the first one, um, if I can remember right, so we was buying a house for twenty two. So I made money on my first deal. So we was buying a house for twenty two thousand. It was a two bed, one bath, and um, let me see. Uh, but my friend at the bank, well, he my friend now. Nah, he one my friend. Yeah, I ain't know him. <laughs> my guy now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but like he basically told me like the house got appraised for fifty thousand though, you know, to, to get the loan. Yeah. So he, uh uh we got the house appraised and it appraised for like right at fifty. So I got a loan and then I had used the gift of equity. So basically, uh that's money that I didn't have to put down on the deal. Like I had to put twenty percent down, but I didn't have to put all of it because it had equity already. So uh Um, basically I made like nine grand and I took that nine and then I had added some more with that and then uh that's how I ended up going into my next deal so like that first deal was cool but I was our because I was already about to make that a rental so we were still living in an apartment though at the time so it was like you can't have no rental property and live in an apartment yourself so I was trying to find somewhere for us to live and, um, so I was like, well, maybe I could buy a duplex after we had bought that first house and I looked at one and, uh, but I was like, well, I, I ain't going to be able to use the credit again because I just used it.
3: Yeah.
5: And, you know, um, so, uh, after that, it was like, I look, I kept looking and I ended up seeing like two houses on the same lot. Um, and I went after those. And the guy that I was uh, renting from, well, he was the uh, property manager. And, uh, he had the company. He uh, he was the one who had listed those houses. So I hit him up, and he I met him over there, and he showed me the house. And it was great. And uh, it was uh, two houses. One was occupied, and one was already rented out. I mean. One was occupied and one was uh you know just moving ready yeah so uh yeah so we ended up putting like eighteen grand down on those and we moved into the one that was empty and we kept the other one as rental. That
3: so is that's cool. Convenient. So now you got two house, two rental houses that you're about to use and now you basically... they basically going yeah they basically gonna let you live in your other one rent free they're gonna supply the income for.
5: Yeah, basically, yeah, uh, yeah, it worked like that a little bit. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's cool as fuck, man. That's that's, that's lit.
5: But we only stayed up for about May. Um, let me see. February, March, April. May. Yeah, we only stayed up for three months. Yeah, we stayed up for three months. Cause mm-hmm. I I wanted to keep going, so now I was like, well, I am trying to see what I can do and my wife got, she had good credit too. So I was like, the duplex that I wanted to get before we even got the houses, we went after those. We put a bid in on that and we ended up getting that too, like three months later.
3: Yeah. Can you talk to us about that process of buying the duplex? And I, I heard you say you put on a, a bid on it. So you were in competition with some other people for it? Uh, I wasn't in no competition
5: because it just, I don't know, man. I'd be saying creativity, but I think it'd be God work too, though, for sure. Yep. But, um, so what ended up happening was my wife, she was going to Mexico. So she was in Mexico when I started doing all this. So, uh, <laughs> I had, like I said, I had made friends with the dude at the bank now. So I'm just calling him, like, on some regular stuff and telling him what I wanted to do. So I ended up getting all her information and sending it to him and he processed everything and um yeah so she was in Mexico so she 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 knew what I was doing of course but she she couldn't go with me to go check the property out yeah so I went over there by myself but um with one of our friends Todd Now we made friends with the realtor so we've been making friends with everybody since day
3: one so that that speaks a lot though to that to that network bro that network is your net worth man
5: yeah like we we got we got hella friends now like yeah, it's it's great man so yeah so we I met him over there at the property when he checked it out and I was like cool so the top unit was rented out the bottom was like um the top one was uh recently renovated but the bottom one was like uh it wasn't it was just it was kind of like a mess but it was cool because you know what I'm saying I seen the potential and uh so we ended up putting a bid in on that one and getting it for a good price, Uh, about 10 grand less than what they wanted.
3: uh, Ain't ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I definitely uh, say that 10 was paying what it was. So did y'all renovate it yourself or did y'all end up hiring someone uh, to do it? Nah, so what happened was the
5: top unit was already renovated when we bought it. So the bottom one wasn't. So we was just like, well, when we got that one, we moved out of the house that we was living in. And renting that out because we was gonna make more money on that end. Rent the house out, so we moved out of there and moved to that bottom apartment. For let me see, May, June, July, August, June, July, August, September. Yeah, we moved up about six months in the apartment for six months. And December came. No, yeah, it's about six months. So when December came. Cause I already had this plan. I was like, "We'll just stay here for a while, and then, um, and then um, when the new year come in, like February, we'll move out and try to go for something else." But December came, and I was hitting my homie up now, just just trying to tell him what I want to do. And he ended up running everything right then and there. He was like, "Well, you good? You know what I'm saying? And you can go do what you want to do with it." So we ended up closing on another house in December. And so when we we moved everything out of there and moved into the new house, and uh we started renovating it, the uh, bottom unit, me and her did it.
3: Damn,
2: so and y'all did like a living flip with that one.
3: Yeah, yeah. and that's what I kind of wanted to get at, man. That's that's so dope. So in the course of that one year, you y'all what y'all moved what three four times? Y'all got like yeah. five properties. Yeah,
2: I five or six different properties. And yeah. I wanted to speak on that, like, just that, that, how y'all kept going and just kept adapting to changes. and changes. It just... Oh, go ahead. No, no. I want, what you
5: got? I, know, I was about to just say, man, it's just, like, knowing where you're trying to go with it and just keep going. Um, And the whole thing is just, like, being creative and just thinking outside the box, because if you look at it one way, it probably ain't going to work that one way, but if you can you know what I'm saying. Take what you're thinking about and what you're trying to do to another level, then you know what I mean you can just keep going. I think anybody can do it. It's just you just gotta put your grind to it though.
0: Mm. Okay. So, so in, somebody just listened to the podcast right now and they say, you know, I I think I'm trying to put my grind to it. Like, like what do I need to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do I what do I gotta do to be like one savage investor? I need to go watch YouTube. I need to go read. I need to, go, you know, what I'm saying, listen to podcasts. What they gotta do?
5: Nah, I don't think it's no YouTube for this. You just <laughs> got to be hungry, man. You got to, like, whatever your goals is and your dreams in life, you got to, you know, be a visionary. You got to gotta be solid. And if you want it bad enough, you're going to do it at tape. You got to put the work in. So, uh, like, like if I, I can just say what I'm doing, it sounds easy, but it's hard, though, because I don't really, I don't get six hours of sleep. I probably get four, five. I be cool with it though, cause I know what I'm trying to do. Yeah, it's a sacrifice, and like my wife, like I give her hell, you know what I mean. I fuss at her all the time, but she know I love though. She know how passionate I am, so um, she get it though. You know what I mean? You gotta have people around you like that, that that can push you to the next level, even when you don't want to go. You know what I mean? That can see more in you.
3: Yeah, that def- that's big, big facts, man. And that speaks to the power of your circle around you. Yeah, like, you gotta have those people that's gonna like you said, constantly push you and just wanna see you at your best and at your, at the highest that you could be. Sometimes they might seem like they're aggravating you, man. Yeah. But they're doing it out of love and out of seeing you. You don't want no yes man always around you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
5: and like like um, it's good to have people around you that inspire you too. Because like Everybody that I just named, like from the from the lender to the realtors, you know, them people I can look up to. I do, you know what I mean? I'm I'm I look up to them a lot. And at the same time, I'm like the youngest. I am 26 now. They in their 30s, and they they looking up to me. You know what I'm saying? They happy for me. They root for me. They want to see me go. You know what I'm saying? They still trying to figure out how I be doing it. You know what I'm saying? But because I mean, we all inspire each other, and I think that's like the cool part about it.
3: I love it, bro. And uh, I kind of want to go back into the deal. I remember you said the house you was buying it for twenty two and it got appraised for fifty. So what happens to that that difference with the money? Is that do you get the fifty or do you pay the twenty two, and then the fifty like the the thirty is like that's the equity you can pull out from it? Yeah, you can pull.
5: I mean, it's a gifted equity, so I mean, you can't pull it out, but it'll go to your down payment though.
3: Okay, I get what you're saying now.
5: Yeah, so but on the flip side of that, the the rest of it was just good business because like she ended up getting a big check for more than twenty-two. So that was just, you know what I mean, like a conversation me and her had, you know, because we agreed on twenty-two and you know it was a big lunch yeah. on left over. You know, that belonged to me.
3: But that's 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 also good because it speaks to your character as a person. You could have just ran off with it, but you're like, you know what? I'm gonna be a go giver. I'm gonna give them more than I'm not even gonna just like mess them out their money. And in turn, that's how that's, that's a blessing. It, yeah. That was a seed that you. Nah, put? she could have mess me out my money. Oh, okay. He had a check. I didn't
5: have a. Check. Ah, okay. Yeah, the, when they when we bought it from them, they had a check. They could have ran off, but you know it was just good business. You know? Ah, damn. Everything okay, is right, that is good
3: business. Dude. Yeah, everything. I, thought, was I right. thought you just showed us a. Uh...
5: Nah, everything just was done right though yeah
3: oh yeah that's still still a blessing though man because yeah well i'd have to been another type of savage (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man uh so let's get into um like what are y'all focusing on now like so from 2017 that one year like how has the pro portfolio kind of like changed and what what have y'all learned on the way uh
5: everything changed man like uh let me see everything been changing real fast because like now uh like my whole city everybody know what we do everybody know what we got going on so it's a it's a learning process for everybody else too they get to, they get to watch and um they hit me up all the time they want to they want to know what's going on. They ask some questions. So everybody's trying to get involved. So, like, more so than me, like, that's one of the things that I look forward to, helping other people. And my wife, too. So she just got her realtor's license in uh, last March. So she's starting to get going with that because she, like, to help people, too. And, like, I want to get back and teach the youth stuff. So that's, like, one of my main goals right now. But other than like real estate, though, we just want to keep going with it. Just doing what makes sense. Like, we ain't in no rush. We just doing what makes sense for us.
3: Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people kind of mess up and get in too deep, too. They want yeah, to rush. Yeah, want to rush. And sometimes they don't think logical and do stuff that makes sense. Yeah. They get that shiny object syndrome. Yeah.
5: Yeah, we just do what makes sense to us. Like, Like, a a lot of people come and they be like, well, like, they don't want to do rentals, but they want to do flips. Like, can you teach me how to do a flip? But the thing is, like, why would you want to do a flip? They don't even know why they want to do a flip. They just want to do it because they know you can make the big the big sum of money. But but the key to it is, you know, even if you got rentals, like, you you still in position to flip if you got equity. So that's just... Like they, it, they don't understand. It's just one of them things,
3: though. So can you kind of, can you kind of break that down for the audience though? Because I feel like that is something that we should highlight because a lot of people do want to see. Anytime I hear somebody want to talk about some real estate, they'll say, "Yeah, I want to flip." Yeah, but like you said, you they don't understand that you can do short term rentals and still get the cash flow, and then you can get the equity in yeah. in the same amount of time too.
5: Right. So, so basically it's like, um, if you buy smart, then that means you pretty much bound with equity already. So if you want to flip, you can flip it. But the thing is, if you keep it for a rent, uh, for a rental, you know, you can for two years, you avoid the, um, capital gain taxes. Cause if you flip it, you know, before then you got to pay the big tax. So, okay. There's more money coming out that loan song. But if you keep it for the two years as a rental, and then turn and flip it, now you done been making money off the rental property. And then when you flip it, everything ain't to you. You don't have to pay that big tax.
3: Hey, and I bet you a lot of people ain't know that. So y'all better look. (laughs) Get y'all mind right. If y'all really want to say y'all want to do something, know what you want to do, what comes with it, the benefits, the pros, the cons, all of that got to do your due diligence
5: yeah yeah you got it. yeah that's why i tell people man like you got to do your homework you got to know exactly what you're doing what you're getting yourself into before you start doing it like as they don't even understand like the closing cost and you know all the fees that come with it you know all that's coming out that big check you gonna get so you might it might not even be worth the flip you might would have been better off just keeping it as a rental for a while so that'd be one of my things I tell people that being a
2: rush.
3: That's 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 some good advice though. That's some that's some gems right there, man. So
2: right, I do have a question. I am a bit confused. How many how what's your portfolio right now? Um we got let's see, uh, uh I be forgetting myself. Cause you seem like you just keep going, keep going. And see like man, you might have yeah, I got uh double digits now, huh?
5: Nah, not yet, not yet. We got uh three three houses. Well, we got four houses in, in the duplex. So, that's what, six, that's like six, six doors? Yeah, six doors, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's still
5: good, right, man. That's, crazy, that's, crazy, that's crazy, damn crazy. good, bro. I don't know, many
3: yeah, people that says, yeah, 26 or six
0: doors. Yeah, man. Good. And then still, still willing to work his nine to five, too. That's what I feel like is one of the coolest, smartest parts of it.
3: That's another thing, Message. man. Like, you're still willing to get up, go get it, go grind because you see the bigger picture of what you're trying to do in the long run.
5: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, that's about the size of it, man. Like, I I enjoy the process. So I'm cool with the process. Like, I know it's going to be hard. I don't really get in my feelings about it because I already know what to expect. Yeah. A lot of people don't, they don't understand, like, the grind. It sound cool, but when you getting them phone calls in the middle of the night or early in the morning and you gotta go fix some or, you know what I'm saying? Or you gotta pay taxes, like that stuff start to take a toll a little bit, but it's part of the process though.
3: Yeah.
2: You gotta take the good with the bad with everything.
3: Yeah, for sure. But you also, you're growing with, through that process because every little hiccup that come your way, you just learn how to just kind of maneuver around it adapt and react to it and then it just helps you grow as you keep on going within your process
5: oh yeah yes sir and we and we always in the grind like i do i do my own maintenance we do our own property management right like, we do everything
3: oh yeah yeah they they in it for real yeah y'all y'all here in for real man good the middle
5: man i i mean cuz that's that's a whole that's that's more expenses right there. You know, yeah. you got to have a management uh, company or you got to keep kicking out money, paying these people to come and fix small stuff that you can fix. So you just got to be dedicated. Like,
4: Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So, why wait? Head over to amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.
5: Like, you could be able to put it on um, autopilot one day, but like, for right now, you gotta grind it out. Yeah.
3: So I have a question. Whenever you were starting, y'all were starting to, you know, pursue this option, did y'all ever get people telling y'all, you know, don't buy those rentals. Y'all going to have people messing up y'all shit. Y'all going to have to go back and fix it. It's too much of a headache. Like, did y'all ever ever have to overcome those obstacles? And now that you're in it, is it still, like, what you're doing, is it worth it enough and those problems don't even really bother y'all?
5: Yeah, uh, it don't really bother us. I don't. I can't really remember nobody telling me not to do it because it's like first generation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody in my family got no rental property, or I don't know no friends that got it, no yeah. family friends or nothing like that. So, so uh, for us, it was just like we kind of already expected what the come what was we're gonna come with it. So we just went on ahead and just did what we had to do and we just grow through everything like each each time every problem you know is a a learning lesson you know it can be good and bad so we just take it that way you know like what what can we do different or what can we do better or next time we shouldn't do this or we need to do more of this so that's how we look at things we don't really try to let stuff like that get to us too
3: much That's dope because uh I even know when I first told my grandmother like I was interested in rentals she's like oh that's too that's much of a, that's I too heard. much of a headache you going to have people it's messing up yes yeah like in in my head I'm just like okay and like I'm I feel like you though know, like it's a first generation thing like I don't know nobody else that's doing it I see everybody else just doing the same shit just yeah. going to work for people come back and like, lean about the job yeah then you take a family vacation then once you get back you stressed out because you could just spend all this money but if you had some rental properties you could have been putting that money back the whole year to pay for your whole vacation yeah. oh that's that subsidizes for the work that you mix for that two weeks yeah
5: yeah exactly
3: and uh, a and, lot of people just don't look at it like that
5: man yeah I mean, they, you got like, a lot of people they just like scared you know they just looking at um well, matter of fact, like, I did have somebody in my family like, tell me, like, such and such failed, you know, it didn't work out for them for this reason. But, like, I, I even, like, we we went, had it bad about that because I was just like, you know, you can't push, you know what I'm saying, other people's fears on me or because other, you know, other people's failures, you know what I'm saying, because, it's like, you got to let me take my own shot at it. I don't know what they did to mess up. I, I would like to know. Or I would like to know what happened because you can learn from, you know, the good and the bad. So like I don't, but I don't let that stuff get to me.
3: Yeah. And I just I brought that up just to speak to the mindset that you have to have against that because a lot of people, they'll let those type of voices get to them and really discourage them from pursuing their dreams. And then they look back 10 years down the line and they're still stuck in that one stagnant place. Yeah. where they was listening to their little voice in their head. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, and how I feel like I'd rather
5: fail on my own account than rather than uh, take somebody else's advice
2: and fail on theirs.
3: Yeah, most definitely, man.
2: And, like, even just with that stuff, like, I always think about it because with the people putting other people's failures on you, why is that always the first thing they talk about why they don't ever like why is it never the opposite in our in our community why don't we ever point to the positive examples
3: mm-hmm. yeah
2: like that that shit there always did trip me out because
3: and and i think it's because we have a scarcity of the positive examples in some of those areas not everywhere but just like in some areas like a lot of people in the hood can't say this person, this person does real estate. A lot of people in our neighborhood and our communities can't say they know a successful stock investor. So that's why I feel like a lot of people in our community say we should stay away from it because it's more so like a fear of the unknown is what I feel like it is. Yeah,
5: that's how it is. Yep. People fear what they don't
3: know. Yeah. And, and they let them, they let it end up letting them just hold them and just... You don't you don't get to experience everything that you should or everything that you would like to
0: so so question how did how did you like did you have anything personally that allowed you to come overcome that fear was it you know like not well i mean you still with your nine to five so it possibly wasn't being sick of your nine to five was it just like having extra bread you know like what what made you be like you know what it's worth the risk uh i don't know man i I
5: guess cuz like for me I've been overcoming like my whole life. So it's like I I just feel like whatever I put my mind to I can do it though. And I knew I had put in the work already. So I was already prepared for it. But like, I didn't know everything like still to this day like I'm researching, I'm learning new stuff, I'm reaching out to people, asking questions. You know, you got to be that way about it. Um don't be don't go into it feeling like you know everything. But going into it feeling like, you know, you know enough and you know you're gonna go hard and you're gonna keep trying to, you know, add to the process and, and just keep progressing. I said, that. And that's that's about the size of it for me though. Sure, bro.
0: I like that though, because it, it speaks volumes to like something that a lot of different other guests say as well. Like you gotta just fail forward like you're not gonna know all the details you're not gonna know how everything goes but you just gotta like do use what you got and keep moving forward and shit, you hit a roadblock figure it out
5: yeah that's what you gotta do and then I, I think i go on stuff like being okay with failure not failure but you know you're gonna you're gonna run into the situations where you know you might fall down a little bit you might fall short you could have did something better you know things like that you're gonna run into those but you got to be cool with that though. You got to just know how to, you know, you need to bounce
3: back. That's it. And you have a lot of people that don't have that mentality or that attitude towards that that attitude towards it because they'll let a little roadblock like throw them off the whole game, man. It'll let them detour them from the goal where sometimes it's just it's just a, like I said, a roadblock though. It's just something that you have to overcome to keep on pushing towards your goal. Mm-hmm. Can't let that make you upset and then just ruin your whole mindset, man.
5: Exactly. I got I got people that tell me all the time like they don't want to get started with something or pursue something unless they know it's like a guarantee. Like I don't feel like nothing guaranteed, but you know you take your risk and um you know you just shoot your shot and just stay ten toes down behind it. It'll yeah, work.
3: I have people say stuff like that too, and I'm just like. I don't think you are ever gonna
2: get started, man. Like, honestly,
0: nah. like you can
3: never get started. I'm waiting for a perfect time, man. Nah. That's like waiting for a damn fairytale ending in your life.
0: Well, you gotta, you gotta be comfortable with a certain level of risk, and I think that's what, what, uh, you know, one thing that you were saying earlier kind of speaks volume to, Like, somebody, I went to a real estate conference and somebody said you have to start with the end in mind. So it's like, you know, y'all started with the end in mind as far as being landlord. So when y'all get those calls, it do not bother you because it's like, you know, this is what we signed up for, you know? So like some people with their danger or excuse me, with their level of uh, fear or their level of risk, they only can take what they willing to sign up for. So if they're willing to sign up for some easy stocks or I don't want to say easy, but some less volatile, maybe stocks, you know, or- you know, yeah, I didn't want to say easy. I had to take that back real quick. But, like, if something less volatile, they might pick stocks. But I, I definitely agree with um, I think it, it goes back to people's fear and their risk tolerance. For sure. But, not to say also throwing that out there, too, for the followers, anybody that's out there listening that might be like, man, I'm not that risky of a person. So maybe investing not for me. You can find safer methods. You're just not going to find nothing that's guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed. But you can find safer methods. Yeah.
3: yeah, stuff to get you some baby steps in the game and just kind of put your toe in it. But I feel like, nip, man, I'm just diving here first, man. No life jacket. Let's go get it, man.
5: Yeah, that's how I feel. man. you know, for me, it's like I ain't got nothing to lose anyway. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going all the way in. Like this is furthest I've been in my life. You know, what I'm saying as far as like. I never thought I'd be doing, like, business, business like this. You know what I mean? It's a whole new level. Well, I thought I would, but I just didn't know it would be real estate or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I love it, though. And it it get easier, though. Like, people look at it, you know what I mean, coming in. It's going to be hard at first, but it get easier. You know what I mean? Your your phone start ringing more. The more you get involved, the more people know what you do. The more you produce on your end and people start believing in you. And you know, they might start putting money behind you because they know what you can do. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta look at all that.
3: Every angle, every aspect, man. Mm -hmm. Most definitely, bro.
5: Like, uh, this, uh, yeah, it's September. So this month, like, we trying to have like three closings this month. Like, my wife, she got, uh, she got a closing at the end of the month. I already got one closing, um, I think around the 18th, I refinanced two houses that I got on the same lot to get a better on um, a better uh, interest rate and a better note on those, and um, uh, and then after that, like hopefully I will be buying a, another property towards the end of this month too, all in the same. You know what I mean?
3: I love it, bro. Yeah. Keep on going, man. And I like how you said, you know, you you really inspiring the people in your community, man, because. Just like I said, you know, you don't really have those too many of those role models. You're now becoming that role model in the community to where it's like, man, we don't just have to be a baller. We don't just have to be out here doing what we know for now. We have somebody to look at that's doing real estate in the area. Exactly.
5: Like, I'm trying to like, I don't pay way for like a lot of people right now because my uncle, just on the humble, he ended up buying a house right next door to mine. And he got it for like cheaper than I got mine for. And I, I had been trying to get at it. And he got it for a better a better price than I got uh the house that I own. And I was just he didn't even really understand like how important that was. I was like, um, oh. like look, this one just appraised for fifty. You know what I'm saying? You you probably got like thirty thousand dollars in equity. All you gotta do is put a little bit of work into the house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I think that's that's crazy. That's so important. Like that's that's why I feel like what people are doing as far as investing and learning this business stuff and financial literacy in general is so important because like the same way you just explained that to him, he could have bought that house and had no understanding of the equity, but now you just put him up on game.
5: Yeah, because... for sure. He called. I, I talked to him yesterday. He he and he talking about I'm hanging cabinets right now. Hey. now. He been putting the work in it. You know what I'm saying? So that's cool.
3: Damn, yeah, that's lit, bro. I I love it, man. And um, the same thing even happened like my way. Like just me talking about real estate. Now I got people in my family talking about, hey, man, I was looking at this house the other day. What you think about it? And it, it's just cool because it's just planting those little seeds that you're changing the narrative. You're changing the status quo of what's being talked about in your area. Mm-hmm. So, um, a lot of people, I feel like. A lot of people should just understand that you have the power if you just keep on constantly keep on doing it, even if people don't see it right there in the long run. You're gonna be able, they're gonna be able to see what you're doing and just be able to take from it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even even if they don't even acknowledge it, they see it though. They gonna yeah. see it. And you got a lot of people that want to acknowledge it. It'll look like jealousy, but not. It's, Sometimes they might be jealous because they feel like, oh, he's just doing so good, but they don't understand the work that you actually put in, the work that it took. They just see the the fruits of the labor. They don't see the labor that was put into it too. Exactly.
0: I mean, and, and that happens on, on all different levels. Cause like even even somebody listening to the podcast beginning of the episode, they'll be like, man, I told December he just came up three properties. Man, that. Like he got it easy. Instead of understanding, like all that, that's that's why I asked you that earlier. Like all that preparation that y'all put in, all that work y'all put in.
5: Oh yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of work that went it. sound it sounds easy, but it's a lot of work. And then and we took a lot of risks at the same time, you know. So you calculate all that, you know, you could see, like, and um thing was like Understanding what what you're working with, you know, you you gotta use your credit. You gotta know how to leverage everything you got, to, in order to you know do whatever you're trying to do.
3: Even like you said, with the connections that you made, you can even connect, leverage like your connections and people that you know, man.
5: Oh yeah, No, it's crazy. Like like we we got realtor friends, we got lenders on our phone line, we got uh we got like people that do. You know, I got people that do maintenance that won't bust my head in. You know, like everything that somebody needs to get started, I got I got all those in my phone right now. You know, and friends with them, and they call me when they need help, and mm. vice versa. So you know, it work out.
3: And I think that also speaks to just you putting in the work too, though, because if you wasn't a credible, reliable person, them people wouldn't be calling you, man.
5: Exactly, mm-hmm. they wouldn't call me. And, um, Like with, with my my wife being a new realtor, um, our realtor friends that we got, they they helped us buy um, like two properties, and so that's how we uh started getting into – Cause at first I had wanted to be a realtor, then I was like, dang, my thing. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't really got time for it. But I was like my um my wife, she you know had a a better personality and a better face for it, so. That's what we went with. And she ended up getting a license and um, our realtor friends, they work for a whole nother company, but they 10 toes down behind her being successful as a realtor, you know, even though they own two different companies. So that's-
4: What up? This is Toray, host of the Hard to Earn podcast. And if you're a fan of music reviews, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Hard to Earn. where my partner Bonesuit Thompson and I review your favorite new albums and classic albums on pivotal anniversaries. You know, 10, 15, 20, etc. We review track by track rating from 1 to that elusive perfect 10. It's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. Anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.
5: That's
0: pretty cool too. Yeah, that's really cool.
3: That, that is like dope. But it, once again, it speaks to those connections man, like y'all just working and being able to work with people. Because it doesn't matter what you do. And that's what I also say to a lot of people in business that say they can't do it. I say, man, your work is going to speak for itself. If you put in the work, people can't deny that. If you have a great quality product, people can't deny that. Like it's, it's, it's undeniable.
5: Can't. I mean, like we, we work, work, like we always working. Like last night was our last night at the cabin and um, you know, she got a call where she got a lead came through and she went and, you know what I'm saying, talk to a client. So first time she get back today, she went, you know, show the house as soon as we get back. Like she ain't even get unpacked. I had to unpack her car. She took my truck, went to go show her house. You know, anybody else, you know, she could easily say, I, I'll get to a Monday
2: yeah. or a Tuesday
5: or something like that. But, you know, we're a business though. Yeah. So you got to be that way about it
3: i love it bro i love it man so y'all definitely putting in the work and y'all definitely definitely earning that one savage investor title man that's that savage life because i don't know too many people that's gonna get right in from the road and just go say okay let me go take care of my clients
5: yeah five hour drive man time on home, get straight to business
3: i love it man all right we're gonna uh we're gonna move into the last section of the podcast my brother we're going to move uh, into the what's on your timeline section of the podcast, man. So this section of the podcast, you really just try to figure out something that you saw on your timeline. It don't matter if it was on Twitter, Instagram, just something that you either wanted to, you know, speak on, that you say, man, y'all tripping over this, or like something that's inspirational.
5: Hey, uh, I, I like Hood Estates, man. Um, they some good people over there. Y'all follow Hood, Hood Estates? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure y'all did. But yeah, I like them, man. Um, They had this post that I had seen. It said, "Uh, start feeling bad for outgrowing the people who had a chance to grow with you. Oh. So that's kind of like, that's one of the things, like, with me growing down, you know, I'm dealing with that. Like, that's a real situation. And at first, it, like, really bothered me because I know I'm outgrowing people. And they know it, too. But, you know, we could have been growing together. So I get it. That's real.
3: Yeah, and yeah, that's real. And a lot that's of people don't see that that if you choose this life, if you choose to take that next step, that that's one of the sacrifices you got to make. Because yeah. once you reach next levels, you can't still be talking about people who's talking about making $12 an hour when you're making $50,000 $50, a month. Like... It, it don't work that way. It's just y'all in two different worlds now.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that was one of them things for me. Like, I had family, like, I would be around kicking it, like, in the hood, just kicking it, you know, popping a bottle or something, just kicking it, how we kick it. And, um, you know, when I wanted to get started with real estate, or not even just real estate, just talking about, like, investing, you know, you start hitting crickets. And yeah. then when I really started getting rolling, you know, it come, we can't even talk about the same things no more. So it's like, I don't even want to be around. It's yeah. like, that's a real situation though.
3: And that's kind of what I was talking about too. Whenever I say people kind of come off as jealous, like they even see you start doing it, but it's like, man, I told y'all what I was going to do before we even started, Yeah. like I tried to tell you, let's do it together, but you wanted to still do the same thing that, that you keep on doing because
5: mm-hmm.
3: you're comfortable in that situation.
5: Yep. And how I feel about it is, like, I be trying to inspire and, you know, get the people around me involved with stuff because I always feel like, you know, if something happened and I I need people, I at least have somebody I can depend on. And not even that, like, I feel like I could have been so much further right now if I had more people around me on the same page. Yeah. We all could put money together, buy in together. But when you got one person... Trying to put up money for a property and then everybody else, you know, saving up for a pair of Jordans, you know what I mean? The correlation just don't add up
3: at all, man.
0: You know,
5: that's when you got to find you some new friends. And, you know what I mean? That's just just how it is. Yep,
3: that's right. I love hanging out with the group of friends I got with these guys, man. We all not scared to put our money up and we just, we just ready to go get it, man. Hungry. That's how it is,
5: man. Like, my wife, like, she she put her bread up with me from day one. You know what I mean? Like, real solid. And um, always down to take a risk with me. So, that's who I be rocking out with. So, I don't really have, like, homeboys or nothing like that that I go hang out with. I'm always be rocking with her. I love it. On the same page. You know what I'm saying? We, we talking about the same things. We talking about business. We can go. Drink up, we can go grab some drinks, you know, yeah.
3: whatever we want to do, we can do it. We wanna talk man. about that business deal, y'all gotta close
5: together, man. Yeah, we on the same page, man, on the same team. And and when I talk about like having friends and stuff, like those kind of friends I wanna have. I don't wanna just be talking about I can't really be talking about women no more anyway, but like I don't wanna I don't really wanna hear about none of that stuff, man. I'm trying to get to a new level. Yep.
3: Yeah. Major, major facts. So, brother, where can the listeners keep up with you? Where can they find out what you have to offer? Also, do you offer any courses on, like, investing or anything like that? Well, I don't offer no
5: courses right now, but, like, you need to link up with me. Uh, I'm in Georgia, uh, Augusta, Georgia. And, you know, it's been people that I've been linking up with, like, from other cities. They'll, when they come in town, they'll link up with me. i show them around showing some property I might be looking at because if people want to invest down here, they pretty much can run through me. Uh, I can help you get to where you're trying to get to. Uh yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at one savage investor. I'm on Facebook at Rod Tobert. And uh that's yeah, that's about everything I got right now.
3: For sure, bro. Um uh, well y'all definitely y'all contact him If y'all are trying to learn about some investing in the Augusta area. um, Also, if y'all just want to see what he's doing, man. He's doing some great work in the community. Y'all just hear definitely what him and his wife are accomplishing. Uh, We appreciate you for coming on the podcast and just dropping some knowledge, bro. Uh, Keep on just doing that. Just keep on inspiring the community. Keep on leveling up, bro. Uh, And we
5: just, once again, we're happy to have you. Thank you, man. I really appreciate
3: y'all, boys, man. Uh, No problem. Dope, bro. Dope, man. We're definitely going to keep on trying. Let's get into some house cleaning before we uh, wrap up this episode. Um, Once again, we just want to thank all the followers for constantly listening to us, just rocking out with us, uh, just growing with us every week in and week out. Uh, We want to just say keep on going to our page. Uh, We're going to, we got the Black Rock Renaissance page. And also, be on the lookout for the Black Investor Summit happening in D.C. 2020. Um, we definitely got to get you in there, right? We got to get... I'm done, bro. Uh, it's about to be lit, bro. Uh, We're trying to just put something on, like, one of a kind that's never happened before. Um, y'all be able to get some more of the information through the page. Y'all can go to the link and y'all can swipe up to start getting some tickets. Um we also want to just say y'all keep on going to the page for courses too we're providing courses for people who want to learn how to get into real estate we got uh, Charles City Buyers if y'all want to learn some creative investing you can learn with the mobile home investing, mobile home elite uh, you can learn how to invest in mobile homes even if you want to just learn how to make a side, some side money, you can uh, invest with Andre Andre, oh Andre, Andre, Andre brother Dre man, brother Dre got uh, mobile notary out here uh, teaching y'all how to get some bread through mobile notary just by signing some papers. Um, so we are definitely just trying to supply the culture with ways to get some passive income. Even if being an entrepreneur is not for you, I'm pretty sure making side money and just having extra sources of income should be because you shouldn't just be relying on one. Uh, so. You got anything else, Jay? No,
0: nah, just, uh, you know, rehashing what you said, y'all check out the, the website so y'all can get out to all those courses. And, uh, you know, start educating yourself. Like One big thing that, that was a big factor in this episode was the amount of education and preparation that they put in so that they could move as quickly as they did. So that's one thing I would really encourage to follow if you have something that you're interested in or that you're trying to learn how to do a skill investing you know what I'm saying so be willing to you know check out stuff and like I said before we got a listen on our website for a discount for you. so you know maybe one day maybe even you can be an investor not an ins- not a savage investor not d one savage investor <laughs> be an investor you know what I'm saying
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah man oh well that's all we got for y'all this week man we appreciate y'all this is Black Girl Renaissance. Signing out. Peace.
0: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month.
4: So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.